Hello, friends. So this is kind of a, a risky one. I don't know. There's, is this podcast just negative? Is this just Caleb complaining about stuff? I really should look back through the list of episodes and make sure that it's not. Yeah, like the last one wasn't, the War of Art wasn't. Okay, two tech Twitter. That's the one I'm thinking of, two tech Twitter annoyances when I was whining and complaining. But unclear thoughts on solidness, living the dream. Okay, so I don't, I, it's probably actually more positive than negative, I think. Yeah, I don't think I do a lot of complaining on here, but this is a little bit of, uh, we'll call it obs- observing. So somebody uh, somebody tweeted at me. I'm not complaining about this tweet, by the way. Somebody tweeted, I think Caleb Porzio's talk could be nominated for the most loved one by the audience reaction. The amount of laughs and applause in a single talk was unbelievable. Watch it. Livewire V3 is amazing. Thank you to the person who wrote this. I'm not going to like name the name. But um, how does this make me feel? When I receive a tweet like this, it makes me feel good, as you can imagine. There are people who say it was my favorite talk. There are people who who say, you know, it had the most applause. It, you know, it's the funniest, like stuff like that. Those things make me feel good, you know? But when people say such and such's talk was the best or such and such, you know, how do you feel then? Not good, you know? I try not to attach myself to these things so much and to and to really celebrate other people's wins. And I think this Laracon is actually the best example of that of all, because I think pretty much every talk was very good and everybody did a great job. And it was, there were different things for everybody, you know, like Aaron really brought the heat with like a soft talk. So just a totally different category than like Jess Archer's live coding demo, you know? So they're, yeah, they're talks of a different kind. So it's, it's right to applaud them independently and it doesn't have to be a like an, a ranking per se um so yeah th- this is that's the the irony so i'm just noticing that it's nice when people praise my talk and i appreciate that but maybe it's like it's like anytime i don't know if i'm overly sensitive to this or not but people even you know what i, I really don't like <laughs> while we're on the topic of things I don't like when people tweet like what was your favorite talk because it's it's a genuine question I get that and often when I I'm often reviewing events with family or whatever and it's like oh what was your favorite part like I want to know give me the highs and the lows I want to know highlight low light that's just kind of how we debrief every experience like me and Hannah like she goes on a trip or something it's like let's start with give me the highs give me the lows you know and then we kind of fill in all the gaps in between. Um, actually, lows and then highs, because sometimes it's hard to recover from lows. You just kind of get in stuck in the low thing. Um, so we usually like, give me the low, not give me the high. And then, and then you kind of like go off on that. But anyway, I get that. Like, that's a really appropriate way to review an experience. What were your favorite talks? Maybe that's, that's that might be a better question of like, give me multiple, but just in general, it's it's a well-meaning question, but what happens is like people start to kind of rank the talks. And I'm not a fan of that. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of rankings. Why am I not a fan of rankings? I'm just not. It's it's a there's a tendency to want to do it. Oh, here's another one. The this is one that's been going on in the community since I was a wee lad. It's like Who's the nicest person at Laric or in the Laravel community? And Matt Stauffer held the crown for a long time. 
but there's other people in the running and I'm not even going to like name other names because I don't want it to turn into a competition. It's just so weird to me to hear something like that because it's like, there are so many nice people. Let me tell you, Matt, and if Matt, you're listening to this, you know, you're not the nicest person in the Laravel community. I'm not the nicest person in the Laravel community. You're a boss. You have to be like strict sometimes, you know, like I've, I'll say like, just in my experience, like I, if, if it's just going by my experience, Frank's the nicest person in the community. But I, I, th- I know there are people who would say like, Frank's not the nicest person in the community. He's a hard ass boss. Jake Bennett's the nicest person. Jake Bennett, he's a hard ass boss. Like, oh, he, oh, then it's uh whatever, whoever else, whoever it is. It's like, there actually are really nice. Is Jason Beggs the nicest person in the community? He's actually like, there's no time where Jason's going to call you out on something like, you know, he's the nicest person in the community. Um, yeah. Like is Taylor Taylor's, you know, I guess Taylor gets into fights on Twitter sometimes, but it's just dumb. It's like a dumb competition because it's not, because what it is, is it's like people trying, I'm not saying that Matt's trying to signal this, but it's like people trying to it. Okay. It's a fun comp. It's a fun topic of conversation, but it's like, are the people like trying to signal that like, I'm the nicest person in the community because because the real nice people are the ones like I'm thinking of Omar. I don't even know his last name. I think he works for Planet Scale. For to me, he seems like the nicest person in the community. Smile plastered on his face, super easygoing, happy to be there. Just nothing but nice, you know? So maybe it's like nicest person in the upper echelons of the community, but they do this in Hollywood too, you know, it's this exact thing. So maybe I need to just shut up about this. But in Hollywood, it's like, who's the nicest person in Hollywood? Tom Hanks, he's really nice. Will Ferrell, he's really nice, you know? But what if, what if you were on a set with Tom Hanks or what if you're like on in the inside or you're his kid or I don't know. If you're like, what if, what if he's nice to everyone else but the people who are closest to him and they just sit there and they hear this stuff and they're like, I don't know about that, you know? I don't know. I guess I'm just going off on a rant about rankings. I personally... I'm not that into it because it makes other people feel bad and that's why I don't like it. So let's just not rank stuff. Let's just kind of independently. I, you know, maybe what's the thing to say? The thing to say is like, I loved your talk. You know, I loved your talk. I loved the way you X, Y, Z. Maybe that's what it is. Just say something specific about a talk. You do whatever the hell you want to do. That's what needs to happen. You don't listen to me at all. Do what you want to do. But for me, I will avoid the, that was my favorite. You were the best because you're implying that there were other people worse. When you're saying that to someone, you're saying to the other person that you weren't my favorite, you weren't the best. And that's what it is. It's like every time this is kind of a whole debate in general is like the things you say without saying, are you held accountable for saying them? Is it intent? Is it your intention to say them? It's a weird thing because if you say, I, if two people are sitting next to each other and I tell one, if they have opposite dresses and I tell one, I love your dress. Like the other person thinks I don't love the dress. Maybe that's not like a great example, but because it's not like pitted, it's not in, that's the thing about rankings is it's like, there can only be one. So it's like, if you're, you're my favorite person and the person next to you, it's like, you're not my favorite person. I hate the word favorite, man. Favorites are bad, but they're also good. (laughs) Hannah loves favorites. She loves like, What's your favorite? You have to have a favorite movie. You have to have a favorite ice cream. You have all those favorite. 
Yeah, and like I'm, I'm just not that guy. So for so long in our relationship, it'd just be like, I don't know. Like I like, I like them differently, and maybe that's my personality. Is like, like, I how could I have a favorite? Everything has different qualities. In different contexts, there are things that are my favorite for that thing, you know. But especially favorite people, it's like how damaging is it in a family to have a favorite person? So damaging. Favorites and favorites and friend groups. You've been in a friend group. You've been right. Like, have you been in a situation where clearly your friend has has a different friend favorite or something? Like, it doesn't feel good. So favorites and social scenarios. Maybe that's what it is. When it comes to social stuff, favorites make other people feel bad. So, screw favorites. That's what I'm gonna name this episode. Screw favorites. Um. Yeah, but ultimately I have a whole other criticism of like social policing and I'm not trying to do that. So don't think of me as somebody policing the Laravel Twitter sphere. Like I truly want people to just do whatever they are naturally inclined to do. And it is not your responsibility if I'm offended by, or if I, if somebody else feels bad because you liked somebody else's talk more, like that's not your responsibility. You should be your natural self. And you should do what you do and not have voices like mine in your head when you're doing them, you know, these like deep critical voices, um, because they, they lead to paralysis, doubt, and all the things that really just sit on top of you being you. And you should just, ultimately you should be you. That's the ultimate thing that I believe is be yourself online and don't listen to people like me. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, Yeah, this is a weird one. I'll put it out anyway, though. See ya.